the things that I am going to share with you are things that I have implemented into my life so that it fits into my schedule no matter what because yeah it's fine to wake up in the morning in the in 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 the evening like bookend our days with practices and supportive tools however it's actually in like those little again micro moments throughout our entire 24-hour day that are most important right like who are who are we being when we're communing with people when we're out and about you know at the grocery store when we are behind closed doors and we're putting like we're unpacking a whole house full of things right are we letting it take us out or are we creating and cultivating presence welcome home to the Lindsay martin ellis experience This is your virtual sanctuary where we keep it light while going deep and ground spirituality into the reality of what it means to be human. We explore consciousness, evolution, alternative health, all things truth, taboo, and beyond. There are no boxes or rules here. Tune in each week where myself and raw and real guests will be sharing our lived experience through a multifaceted lens to support you no matter where you're at on your journey. This is a sacred space where spiritual principles and universal wisdom are accessible, simple, and digestible because all are welcome here. It is your birthright to remember the magic and miracle that you are. You ready to be inspired? Let's do this, love. Hello, hello, beautiful humans. Another solo cast coming at you today. I'm officially in my North Carolina long-term rental. What a whirlwind of a week it's been. I just want to thank those of you who reached out about my episode from last week because there was a part of me, (laughs) um, for those of you who didn't listen to it, I was, I think I titled it from nervous breakdown to nervous system regulation. And I had recorded, I had dropped the episode like a day late there was just so much transition happening, so much, so many moving parts, and there was a huge emotional release that happened. It was just a bit cray cray in my world. And um, what's funny is I had I had received feedback from some of you that around like my my storytelling skills and how people really appreciated what I shared from last week and just being, being really in the middle of it. And what's funny is I had a moment, (laughs) it was a brief moment because there was so many things going on that I didn't really think too much about the podcast, but there was a moment where I was like, did I just talk for an hour (laughs) about nothing? Does this even matter? Was this episode even warranted? Like there was some thoughts of like, should I have just not recorded that? Because I don't even know if it, it provided value. So it sounds like it did provide value. And again, just the feedback from all of you is really keeping me going during this time because it's been challenging to keep up with the podcasts with how much I've been in movement. And what's crazy is I'm, I think I'm almost eight months pregnant. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't feel it. I feel it and I don't feel it. Like my 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 bump every time i look in the mirror i'm like oh gosh my bump is big um and i actually so basically let me let me let me 
go back a little bit. So last week had my breakdown. I had my baby shower. Then we moved all of our stuff out of storage. Chad not only took a huge U-Haul of stuff up here, but he we also had to trailer. And by we, I mean him. We had to, He had to trailer a U-Haul trailer. So we had a huge box truck and a U-Haul trailer that he drove like 12 hours um, from Florida to North Carolina and drove it through the mountains and bless his heart. (laughs) It was a lot. Um, we hired some movers to help us unload. So basically I had my baby shower Sunday. We cleared the storage unit Monday, also cleared the storage unit Tuesday. We left Wednesday. The movers came, my dad came with me. So I drove up in my car And Chad took the U-Haul by himself and my dad and I took turns every two hours switching, which actually worked out really well, Um, just walking a lot. So I haven't really had a lot of like pregnancy symptoms like swollen feet and like water retention and all that. But I think because I was in the car for so long and then we moved and I've been unpacking and we've been doing things around the house, I started to... (laughs) We were sitting up to watch like a Christmas movie the other night and I put my feet up and I'm like, oh my gosh, where's my, where's my ankles? Where's my ankles? And Chad goes, yeah, I noticed that earlier. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me? And he's like, I'm not telling you that I can't see your ankles. Um, So, and my feet were starting to tingle and hurt. And I just had been, I think from the drive and then being on my feet so much, um, all of that fluid kind of went down to my feet. And what I've learned in one of my holistic pregnancy books is it's such a miracle. This is why I do love learning about the science of the human body during pregnancy, because essentially the fluid helps, right? So there's, um, I think it's called relaxin is a hormone that gets released that helps the body. Like it just helps everything be more like supple and move. It helps all of the organs move. It helps just like the flexibility in the body. It just helps to allow for the expansion that's happening in the body. And the same thing with the fluid, like the fluid just helps things move around in the body more. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, when you recognize why things are happening, you don't feel so attached to like the stigma of swollen feet in pregnancy, for example, right? And so um, actually I had my my midwife appointment, which was kind of fun. <laughs> my dad got to meet my midwife because he was here when we had our appointment when we got back and she did some tests and she was like, oh, it's a very mild form of of water retention. And she gave Chad some tips to help me kind of like have a lymph massage. And, um, and then I started dry brushing again, which took me a bit to find my dry brush. <laughs> so dry brushing to help the lymphatic system, just help all the fluid kind of go back to the heart because everything was kind of just dropping down into my legs and my feet. So doing my best to stay mobile and also rest, you know, it's kind of like that delicate dance. Um, but I really, you know, it's funny, like even with the dry brushing, like there's so much surrender that I've had because so many things that I was doing before, like I was doing prenatal yoga every single day and it just hasn't been happening because I haven't had time. I haven't had time. Like I'm moving my body so much anyways, you know? So instead, for example, of doing my prenatal yoga, that's like through this 
through my mid, my midwife told me to, she encouraged me, I should say, to download this spinning babies. Um, it's through, it's called spinning babies and it is a prenatal yoga, like, I don't know, 35 minute little class that I can download and that I can do every day that really helps. It helps the baby. It basically, it helps keep the pelvis and uterus open so that the baby can have a lot of movement. It helps for flexibility during pregnancy and labor. I mean, it just, it kind of helps keep baby and mama happy and healthy. And um, I haven't been doing those. So what I've been doing instead though, is working on my squats. So like if I'm bending over to pick something up, I'm squatting, like just being really intentional with my movement, not rushing through uh, the process of unpacking and tidying and putting things away. And that's kind of what I wanted to get into with this episode. So it has been cray cray. Like, I guess I didn't really, you know, until you're in your pregnancy journey, (laughs) you don't realize like, right. So I'm feeling great, but it's still much harder for me to move around, like getting up out of bed, for example, getting in and out of the car, again, picking things up. It's just, it's necessary for me to focus on my posture, focus on, again, the mechanics and and the mobility and like really pausing and slowing down. So I love that I'm actually moving through this period of my life where I'm, I'm like doing things, I'm active, I'm like, right, like I'm staying active, but it's really allowing me to be more present with myself because there's no other option, right? So even when I get out of bed, it's a process to get out of bed, but just like pausing for a moment once I like put my feet on the floor and I still am sitting on the bed and like taking a deep breath and putting my hands on my body. Like there's just so many moments, like these little micro moments where before, right, we just like roll out of bed and we don't even think about it. And so it's really supporting me in that way. So overall, things are great. My dad's leaving in a few days and he has been a godsend. Like they set up the stroller for me. Um, We had gotten a ton of amazing baby shower gifts. And my sister also has been a godsend and donated pretty much everything that she had from when she had my nephew a couple of years ago. And so I literally have like organic onesies and sheets and she gave me a bassinet and a swing and God knows what else. I mean, it it's save it's saving us thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So I pretty much spent the last couple days going through the baby room and organizing because I had basically everything from like infant to 2T, like basically infant to toddler. So I basically put everything in the nursery that we need for the first six months. And it's all in bags right now in boxes, but at least it's labeled and I have some sort of normalcy. If the babe does come a little early, I know like, okay, here's where onesies are for zero to six months. Here's where the docatot is here's where the boppy pillows are for breastfeeding here's where all the bottles are for breastfeeding or you know for bottle feeding here's where all of the washcloths are and the burp cloths and the swaddles so that made me feel a lot better that being said so that's my little update 
And I'm not going to lie. Shit's hard right now. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard being pregnant and like just having stuff everywhere. And right. Everybody knows what it's like to move. And it's all just happening at once. But again, like I'm excited for it. I know this is only temporary. Like we, we drove up only, it was only three days ago, three, four days ago that we drove up and really were so close to having normalcy in our home and feeling like, I mean, of course there's still so many little things to do, but for the most part, it's like, okay, we have a roof over our head. We're safe. We have everything that we need for ourselves, for our pup, for the baby. And there's so many things that are not a priority that just get to fall to the wayside until we get to that point, right? So it's really helping us focus on simplicity and what is important. Like right now, the nursery is not, you know, it's not a Pinterest nursery. Let's just put it that way. Like I have on the whole perimeter of the room, piles of stuff. And it may stay that way because the baby's not going to be sleeping in a crib right away anyways. The baby's not going to care what the nursery looks like. It's not like I'm going to be having all of these people over that (laughs) need to see our beautiful nursery. Like we're pretty, we're planning on having the bassinet in the bedroom. And um, I did order some furniture, which I wasn't going to. I ordered, um, I think it's called, it's through Delta Children. I found this amazing like non-tox crib and dresser changing table set. And it was highly reduced price for Black Friday. And I just said, screw it. And I went ahead and ordered it. But I think it's not going to come for another like six weeks. So we're just kind of slowly, you know, getting things together and focusing on what's important. And really, I just wanted my nest. I wanted to know that I knew where things were. I wanted to know that like dishes were put away in the kitchen and like a living room was set up and I wanted to know where the baby stuff was. And we tackled all of that this week. So that's feeling really good. Um, okay. So as I was talking about the importance of presence, right? Um, I'm in a time where I, it's my schedule is all out of whack. Like I've been traveling. I was back in Florida for two weeks. Now I'm back up here and in a new environment, in a new home, like with boxes everywhere and all the things having and having a, my dad here. So things are out of whack. And I've noticed, and actually this came through in the middle of the night last night, like this is supposed to be your podcast episode. And I like the three things came through right away. And I, I remember waking up and being like, um, do I need to write this down? And then I'm like, no, I'm not going to forget because these are things that I actually do every day. So I'm titling this my top three tips for cultivating presence when pressed for time because I'm pressed for time right now and it's the holidays. So this is generally the time of year when it, things can get a little bit scattered for people, crazy, right? Holiday, people are traveling. It's just, it's an exciting time. It's a beautiful time. It's a time with family and it's a time that can also stress a lot of people out. So I really hope that this supports you. So the th- these are three things that I noticed that I was just doing on my own without having to think about it, right? So oftentimes it's like, oh, we wake up and we've got to do our practices. And like, it's it's more of a conscious act of I need to meditate today or I need to read today or I need to breathe today or I need to move my body today. And the things that I am going to share with you are things that 
I have implemented into my life so that it fits into my schedule no matter what. Because yeah, it's fine to wake up in the morning and the in 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 the evening, like bookend our days with practices and supportive tools. However, it's actually in like those little again micro moments throughout our entire twenty four hour day that are most important, right? Like who are who are we being when we're communing with people when we're out and about, you know, at the grocery store, when we are behind closed doors and we're putting, like we're unpacking a whole house full of things, right? Are we letting it take us out or are we creating and cultivating presence? So where do I want to start? I think I want to start with food. So one thing that I do is I, and I, I do it in a way that other people don't even need to notice, but I will bless my food before I eat it and I won't have my phone out. I won't have the TV on. Um, I just take a moment to kind of put my hands over my food, put my hands on my belly and really just breathe for a moment and thank everyone and everything and every being and every plant that made its way through the process to allow the food to get on the plate. Like if my husband helped me cook, I thank him like, right. Thinking like thinking of the person that I bought the food from at the market or the grocery store or the animals or the plants, right. Just like really like just being present with that process, slowing down, um, just again, thanking the, the food for nourishing my body and, then I connect with my baby, right? Like just really feeling like, okay, this food is nourishing me. And so even if I'm, even if I'm eating takeout, cause let me tell you, that was another thing eating out. Like I was traveling and holidays and, you know, like we're with family and there's dinner scheduled and all of these things. Like I'm not one who eats out a ton. And that was really challenging for me, especially being pregnant. And I was doing my best, but of course, don't always make the best choices when we're traveling and out and about. And just like not being attached to what the food is, like still thanking the food for nourishing me, like still trusting that the food is nourishing me and giving my body and my baby everything that is needed and required. It just helps helps the process. So that's just something simple. Again, you can do it without people even noticing. And it just puts you in a state of gratitude. It puts you in a state of connecting with your body, connecting with, yeah, just connecting with the greater whole. There's just something about it that really puts me in a different state. And I wanted to share that because, of course, right, there's many people who say grace, for example, before they eat their meals. And for those of you who are maybe came from a religious background and struggle with that now, like this is a beautiful way to just be in gratitude and to think the, the, the process, think the people, think the earth for the nutrients that's about to go in your body. And I, and I feel like it absolutely changes my state, helps me slow down, helps me connect again, connect to my body, connect to my breath, and and absolutely puts me in a state of presence. So I wanted to share that piece. The second one is 
for me when I go and take my dog on a walk. So if you have a child, if you have a have an animal that you walk, if you are even just going out to get the mail, being outside, again, I don't take my devices. I'm very big on the device thing because I'm noticing how many people when I'm with other people, by the way, when I'm staying with other people, when I'm traveling, like when I'm seeing people in public or behind closed doors in the comfort of their own homes, just seeing how there is such a lack of presence. And it really makes me sad how many people are addicted to their phones and addicted to scrolling. And um, that's why I've shared in other podcast episodes how I just don't have social media on my phone anymore. I have it on there right now from the last time that I uploaded some things for my business and I just never took it off. And I'm noticing like, oh, yeah, I'm not missing it or anything like that. So I've, I've left it on there. But if I ever notice that I'm like going into an old pattern, I'll just take it off my devices and It just pulls so much of our attention. And I even notice it with my husband. Like there's times where I'll be talking to him and asking him a question and he's just on his phone reading something and like totally not paying attention to me. And that's really important to me as we're bringing children and like our child into this world is is the presence piece. And and I continue to kind of talk through why it's so important, like for me and for him to have that presence and to have our child feel seen and heard and not just, dis- you know, not have a parent distracted by their devices. And like, I really want to be all in when I'm with my child. You know, it's like, I want to give 100% of my husband when I'm with him. I want to give 100%, or I should say 100% to my husband when, when I'm with him, 100% to my child when I'm with him, 100% to my work when I'm doing that. Like, I really don't want to be in this multitasking mode. I just want to be fully present with whatever I've kind of signed up for. So going back to going outside, anytime that you're like, okay, I'm even walking to your car, right? So what I do, this is the second one, is... I just breathe in Mother Gaia energy. Like I will breathe in the sun. I will breathe in the trees. I just kind of take a moment to thank the planet and the universe for supporting me and giving me life. Like I just kind of envision the plants, the trees, whatever body of water or the mountain, like sometimes I'll just breathe in and I'll just be like, okay, I'll, I kind of do this thing where I will breathe in as if I am the the mountain, for example. And then I like breathe out and I kind of work with this like beautiful circuitry with my heart where I'm just kind of like breathing and I'm I'm really feeling that I am of this planet, right? Like I'm not in that moment, I'm not feeling separate from the mountain. And I just feel like I'm communing with nature. I kind of close my eyes, like I'll breathe in and I'll smell the trees or I'll feel the sun shining on my you know, face or the wind kind of blowing through my hair. And I feel this, this <laughs> sense that I am a part of something much bigger. And I'll just set the intention of like allowing the, like allowing mother nature to nourish me from the inside out, to nourish my immune system, to kind of enter my body through the breath, just really like cleansing 
inside my my field and inside my body. And it just helps me feel better, right? Like it's just kind of a nice little reset. Again, it doesn't need to be a big thing. It can be so so simple as just closing your eyes, like thinking the sun for the sun's energy, feeling the warmth and like feeling that you're breathing in this beautiful warmth that's just like healing you, nur- you know, nourishing you, cleansing you, purifying you, whatever it is that you need energizing you. So sometimes, right, we may need a little bit more energy and sometimes, right, we may need a little bit more grounding. Like, so I kind of switch it up. But anytime that I like have something, especially for me, it's when I'm walking my dog because I'm by myself and I don't have anything with me or anyone with me. And it just allows for kind of like this walking meditation where I can just kind of be at one with mother nature and with myself and just, again, feel that interconnectedness and just, again, be in a state of gratitude. So always thanking this universal life force for supporting me and nourishing me and also thinking myself, right? Like feeling that reciprocity of every time I exhale, the plants are taking that in. Every time I inhale, I'm taking in what's created from the plants around me. And it's just a really beautiful thing. Again, connecting us back to the miracle of life, connecting us back to the interconnectedness of the whole. So that's the second one. And the third one is in the shower. So basically the shower is such a beautiful like cleansing purification time. And whether it's in the evenings or the mornings, like right now I'm sometimes taking, I think I took three showers a day when I was in Florida because I was so hot. I wasn't used to it. But just anytime that I'm in the shower, obviously if you heard my episode from last week, I talked about the big cathartic release in the shower. Um, showers we do every day. So noticing, right? We eat every day, right? We generally walk outside every day. We generally shower every day. So I love the showers for cleansing and purification. And what I do is I just breathe and I set an intention that the water is literally like baptizing me, purifying me, cleansing me of anything that is not mine. So, right? Like we associate, we touch people throughout the day. We talk to people. People are in our field. There's just all of these things that can kind of latch onto us energetically. And so I love just kind of cleansing and purging and just saying everything that is not mine goes back to its rightful place in the universe. And like just feeling this waterfall of light kind of purifying me as I'm showering. So you're getting like a physical shower, but then through conscious, you know, attention and intention, you're cleansing your auric field, you're cleansing your energy body as well. And those are three things that I'm like, oh, I just I just do them now. And I I incorporate them into my daily practice, like just my daily life. And again, like nobody even knows. So, you know, I'm sitting here doing all these spiritual practices, for example, like normally I might be taking more baths or I might be doing more meditations in the morning. And right now my dad's, my office is also going to be like the guest room. Chad's going to be building a Murphy bed. So my dad's in there right now. And all of my like ritual stuff is in there. And so he's, that's kind of his quarter. So I haven't really been in there too much to give him his space and privacy. And so these are things that are like, okay, I'm anchoring like consciousness into my reality through these everyday just tools that I've incorporated. And it's really that simple. So you don't have to do what I do, but I want you to just start noticing like, and again, like the bonus one was really 
when I was talking to you at the beginning about the presence with moving, like how quickly we just pick up our phones or rush out of bed and and don't even like take a breath or take a moment. And the pregnancy journey has taught me really to slow down. So that's the bonus one. So the first one is kind of being in that gratitude space and blessing time around when you're in front of a meal, right? Or I mean, really, it can be every meal. It can be one meal. It can be something so simple. The second one is, you know, when you're outside, just again, allowing the magnetic field of this planet to energize you and nourish your vessel through simply talking to the trees, (laughs) setting intentions, right? Like breathing with the trees. Again, whatever whatever it is out there in nature that that you want to commune with, commune with allow that you know allow the life force of that thing that is alive support you because it absolutely does right there's so much scientific research now showing that the magnetic field of this planet is freaking real and is supportive. It is grounding. It is nourishing. It is healing. And we really want to pull away when we do get that time in nature. It's important to pull away from the devices. I know it's so hard. We've got Wi-Fi. We've got this. We've got TVs. We've got computers. We've got tablets and iPhones and everything else. So when you have that time in nature, please, if you bring your phone, put it on airplane mode temporarily because you're not actually going to get the most out of the healing process that happens for the reset that happens inside your nervous system to recalibrate from all of the disruption that happens from the devices, right? From the blue light, from the EMFs. So that is a huge one. And then the third one is just a cleansing ritual, you know, when you shower and that can be anything else. Again, it doesn't have to look like I do it. You don't have to say the things that I say, whatever works for you. But there's those are three things that, again, we do on a daily basis that you can start to implement something so simple as hands on body, breathing, talking to yourself, talking to spirit, talking to Gaia, talking to whomever, thanking the animals again with the food. Like It's like, just make it up. Have fun. Don't take it too seriously. It doesn't need to be a scripted thing. Like if you're feeling something in the moment, just be grateful. If you're If you're feeling tired, like go outside and put your feet on the earth, right? If you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I was around so many people today. I was holiday shopping, right? Go take a shower and just cleanse your field and notice the shifts begin to happen around you. So shit's crazy in my life right now. (laughs) Right now I'm wearing my husband's pants and his shirt, which he was not happy about when I got up this morning, because <laughs> I, I still he's unpacked a lot of his clothes, but I was working on the nursery when he was doing that. And I spilt, I actually made homemade, like super badass, gluten free, no sugar added. Uh, I made pancakes this morning for my dad and Chad, and I made this like blueberry. I don't know what you call it like reduction with fresh blueberries that we had and raspberries. And I look on my shirt and I spilt, (laughs) I spilt the reduction on the shirt. And he's like, 
Seriously, Lindsay. So that is what I got going on. Like I've got stains on my shirt. I'm wearing my husband's clothes right now. I've showered every day, but I can't tell you the last time I washed my hair. And I'm just like, well, duh, I'm moving and I'm pregnant. Like, what do I expect right now? Like, I'm just not in the shame game right now. I'm not beating myself up. And I'm okay with things that I've let go during my pregnancy. Like I'm still really honoring and taking care of myself in terms of supplements, movement, practices, mindfulness, all the things. But because it was just impossible, but like now I'm excited to kind of go back into nesting mode and to really implement these things again. Like, for example, I was reading four books at once (laughs) for my pregnancy because I told you I do like to understand the science of what's happening in the human body. I love to understand the history of midwifery. And I'm just fascinated by this whole process in general. And I hadn't picked up a book in probably like three to four weeks. And so I finally started picking up, you know, like the books that I was reading again. And I know that I'm going to have that time again, you know, once my dad leaves and next week will be a very different week where it'll just be Chad and I, like he'll be back to work. I'm kind of, I really, I'm not really adding anything new to my work schedule. It's kind of just really chill for me until the baby comes. And so I'm going to have so much time for all of that, right? So there's a season for everything and some days and some weeks and some months are a little bit more pressing when it comes to time. Like right now, I can't even believe that it's December. I I have no idea how that happened. It's just everything has moved so quickly. Yet my days, I feel very present in my days. So it's not like I'm feeling like I'm running out of time or I don't have regrets or I'm not feeling like I'm letting things escape me with this pregnancy. Like, yes, it's busy. It's full. There's lots of moving parts. There's lots of movement. But I'm still really connected to the the greater whole of what's happening with this process, what's happening with my baby, what's happening with my body, still in massive preparation for labor and for mothering. And there's still, of course, so many things that I get to do, but I'm also surrendering and trusting that the things that I thought would get done or the things that I thought that I would do, you know, like some of those things will will fall to the wayside because it's just not it's impossible to do and again I'm I'm constantly reprioritizing what is important to me now in this moment and so that's my last piece that I want to leave you all with is like you get to change your mind my my friend Sasha and I talk about this all the time like you get to decide something and then you get to change your mind. And then the amount of times that I've been like, yeah, I'm not doing that thing anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, this thing's important, not important to me anymore. Like I don't need to focus on this thing or I don't need to focus on that thing or I don't need to implement this thing. Or I bought a book. I bought plenty of books that I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to read those. And I don't care. Like, they're just, I'm just not feeling it anymore. Like I know what books that I'm meant to read right now. I'm, I know what information I'm meant to be taking in. I know what information is meant to come from inside of me and it's constantly evolving and it's constantly changing. And again, like because I've implemented and incorporated these things into my daily practices, into my daily life, I'm not like afraid of 
Like I'm not, I'm not worried about, am I stressing out my baby? Like I'm not worried like, oh my gosh, I ate out for three weeks for the most part because I was traveling and things were crazy and I was with friends and family and this and that. I'm not like, oh, I didn't eat all home cooked organic meals like the previous version of me thought I would do when I got pregnant, right? Like in my perfect world, I would get pregnant when I wasn't in the middle of moving and I could control everything. And, you know, it's just so unrealistic. So there's so many pieces where I'm really trusting like my baby and like my soul and the soul of my baby knows exactly what we signed up for, right? And I really trust that. Like this is absolutely divine orchestration. And I know that I know that I'm good. I know that my body is good. I know that my baby is good. And it's teaching me to what's the word? Like flexibility. It's teaching me flexibility and it's teaching me to like hold, hold things with the palm of my hand open, like not grip so tightly onto things. Like, yes, 80% of the time I've got all the supplements and I'm eating so clean and I'm constantly learning about like, ooh, raw cow's milk, like what's in raw cow's milk? And why do I want to have eggs? And why do I want to have chlorella and spirulina? And like, oh, this helps my iron levels that get low in the third trimester. And oh, these things help like cinnamon and garlic and turmeric help keep my blood sugar in order so I don't have to, um, so that like hypertension and um, gestational diabetes aren't a thing, right? Like I'm just, I'm loving learning like, oh, what foods can I eat? Okay, sauerkraut, fermented foods are great for the microbiome, which is great for the baby. Like I'm enjoying learning But I'm also not like, oh my gosh, I have to do this now. I have to do this right this second, right? Like I have to make this thing and I have to eat this every day. I'm kind of just like, okay, I've got all of these different things in my pantry. And every day I'm like, okay, what does the baby need? And I'm just having fun with variety and experimentation. And it's just teaching me, again, to be flexible and to be fluid and to not be so rigid because in a world where there's so much information especially when you're pregnant, like the world tries to tell you that there's a right way to do everything and it's absolute bullshit. So it's keeping me continued to be in my intuition piece and um, to really trust in the process and to trust in the journey and to trust that like there's there we're so dynamic and there's so many elements that are important when it comes to having a a viable life like a thriving life a thriving pregnancy this a thriving baby is right like experimentation flexibility um presence trust like trust that there's the mindset piece there's the spiritual piece there's the physical piece right like it's not just i need to take these supplements and eat this food right there. It's so much bigger than that. And that's where I think I'm really in the full trust of this, like the full experience of what's happening in my life right now. Again, hardest thing I've ever consciously chosen in my life. (laughs) Can't say if I were to like, had an option to do it again this way that I would say yes to it in full disclosure. However, I'm here and I know that there's there's magic here and I feel the magic and yeah, and it's freaking hard. Like I feel the magic and it's freaking hard at times. So 
that's what I, I really feel that that's the medicine of this, of this journey that I'm on right now. And this, in this podcast episode and what I've been sharing is like, can we find the medicine of the moment regardless of what the moment is and not just the good moments, not just the easy moments, not just the joyful moments. That's what feels resonant to me now. So I hope you enjoyed this solo cast. Hopefully next week I do have some amazing, amazing recorded episodes with people that I want to get put out before I go on maternity leave. But it just felt it felt important for me to kind of share what's been going on over the last few weeks with my life and hopes that it could support you. So continue to reach out to me and let me know how this is landing. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I hope these top three tips for cultivating presence when pressed for time helps you. All right. Much love. Thank you for your presence and tuning in today. I believe in the power of reciprocity. So if you found value from this episode, I invite you to share the love. There are endless ways to do so, including leaving a rating and written review on Apple, forwarding the episode link to a loved one, reaching out to me on social media to say hi at Lindsay Martin Ellis, or sending me a love note via email at lindsay at lindsaymartinellis.com. I so appreciate you and your support. It's truly what keeps me going. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Lindsay Martin Ellis Experience. Much love. Much love.